Okay. Hey, buddy. We're live. Do you think that the listening audience has been eagerly awaiting our next pod? I mean, we got them used to like two pods a week between the two of us. There was a good point where you probably did three or four consecutive pods, but I've, I've gotten other people on. I've, I've actually tried to do outreach. Have you tried that hard, though? So are you still Most doing... of the people have come on already. That's not true. Wait. On a mathematical or any other level. No, I'm missing I'm missing Noah, Vigo, Moose, and Fuse. So four. So that means Everyone, eight. everyone else potted this year? Everyone else potted. You don't listen to them all? I listen to every pod, but it, I, like if you had asked me, I would have guessed you'd done like four pods all year. No. I, I've done like four in a row now, and this is going to be two in one week, so watch out, world. Aren't you concerned that that's too many, especially since I'm on one of them? Well, if you want me to, I can hold this for three or four weeks like I used to and then put it out. And you can send <laughs> me, like, cat fax text messages again. There was a strong sentiment that you and I shouldn't pod for a couple of years to clear people's palate. Who was that sentiment from? I don't, I don't agree with that. Okay. Well, I hope it's not true. So we got a lot to get through today. Uh, we've got a big agenda, I think. I wrote some things down. Did you actually? Because you promised to prep, and then when I told you that I would prep things, you took that as absolving you of any need to prep. Do you really think both of us need to prep? I think it would be less terrible, but still pretty terrible. I went back and listened to the majority of our first podcast. So did I. I listened at 1.5 speed, and uh, I actually, I think we sound more authoritative at that speed because at regular speed we're just trying to think of things like right now i'm not trying to think of anything um <laughs> so are, are you happy are you happy for me um in what sense i i picked up cameron braid again today did you yeah no you don't deserve cameron braid i deserve cameron braid because no one else put a waiver claim on him you drop cameron braid and you lost because of it, and I lost because of it. And I'm going to miss the playoffs because of it. You still have a good chance. Didn't you just say this week that you were guaranteeing making the playoffs? I still think I might. Um, I, I pulled up uh, like strength of schedule stats going forward as part of my prep, and I actually have the easiest strength of schedule remaining of anyone. But have you seen my matchup against Hudson so far? It's off to a pretty bad start. Did Hudson have Antonio Brown or Ben Roethlisberger? He had Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah, fuck, Fucker has Brown, right? He yeah, has Fucker had Brown, who put up 38 and a half. Uh, Hudson has Roethlisberger, who, the, the saving grace is he had 299 yards. He was one yard short of the bonus. He's got oh, really? Pittsburgh D put up like 17, which is good. And then I had DeMarco Murray, who did very little, and Corey Davis, who did even littler. He did do you a favor by starting Martavis for no earthly reason I can think of. So, so I don't know if anyone caught this on the earlier podcast with Hudson, but we were t he was talking about how he had no wide receivers this week. Um, he, he was talking about how he had the number one waiver claim, but literally no active wide receivers, and then talk about like claiming a running back. He took Jamal Williams. Yeah, but like he, he needed a starting receiver. Like He had running backs. He has Joe Mixon. So he could have started Joe Mixon and picked up an actual wide receiver. If he had been playing anyone but me, I would have told him on the podcast, why aren't you using your number one pick on a wideout? But this is how it worked. Who was the top wideout on waivers? Um, oh, you hear that sound? Is that lemon barking? It sound means I have to take something out of the oven, like I told you. Are you it's not Thanksgiving yet. I, I'm not going to edit this out. Fucking Anton.
is not exciting for me or the listeners. Hey, buddy. That was it? That was it. And that wasn't that bad. What did you take out of the oven? Uh, I believe it's some kind of bread product that I honestly didn't look very carefully. Like it's bread? Shut up, oven. I, did I complain when your oven alarm went off? No. So why are you complaining about lemon? Because lemon is terrible. Uh, not every, I have to, there are lemon defenders in this league. I just have to have them on the podcast. Why can't you train your dog not to interrupt podcasts? My dog doesn't interrupt podcasts. Why can't you train your wife not to set alarms to interrupt podcasts? I set the alarm, to be fair. God damn it. Um, okay, buddy. Where were we? Um, I picked up oh, Cameron Hudson Bray. Hudson started Mark Davis Bryant. All right, so do we want to get to the poll results now or save them for the end? Or, or so just... we, have three, we have three things, right, basically. So I went through our last pod where we actually talked about football and kind of listed the various horrible predictions we made for the year. Mine were and not the... that bad. I took note of Okay, them. yeah. I, I, I'll admit ahead of time, yours were much more accurate than mine. Thank you. Um, it's reflected but, in our team standings right now. Well, but yeah, they, they all had to do with players that aren't on our teams. So luckily, it didn't affect our seasons. Um, we have the results of the punishment vote. And we have the results of the uh, league poll. And I'll be releasing both of those also in graphical format. After did, this pod out. Did you want to comment on um, the grossly inaccurate Tron ranks of three nights ago also? I don't even want to dignify those Tron ranks by commenting on them. They what the was the most egregious, egregious suggestion? Like, who was most off? Um, probably Lionel Bottom followed closely behind by Me Bottom. Mm. We're so, very wrong. I gave also, Randall a top, no, which Noah, is kind of like giving Lionel a top. Noah made this complaint that the Tron ranks, as they proceeded, uh, morphed into a different thing several times. Like, it started with most likely to have a fetish, and then it changed to most likely to actually engage in that fetish, and not alone, but with one's partner. And then it morphed into who is angriest while drunk, because that might mean they're also kinky somehow. That's just, that's just how Tronics work. God, you people complain about everything. Well, and that might explain how people feel about Tronics, which we'll get to later in this pod. So is there a way that you can prove yourself not being on the bottom? Um, anyone I mean, that could, how, anyone how that could vouch for to, you or verify? How long would it take you to drive here? Well, Moose and Vigo are both going to find out firsthand, I think, by the end of the season. What I one thing I suggested was seeing how many sexual fetishes you could even name, because uh, like, I don't I think you were grossly unqualified to even be doing this. Oh, I'm a strong bottom on that list. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say argue otherwise. Right. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't think I don't think it would be productive to get into it further. But uh, we were insulted, and you were wrong. Was and no that's all no one was a top. He wasn't. Noah was insulted by the poor format of the question and how it changed. Lionel and I were insulted by what you no, dared you know what? say. I actually don't give a fuck what Tron Rex thinks. Let's move on. <laughs> or Tron Chat thinks about Tron Rex. Uh, you know, Tron Chat has been one, two, three, four, and expected wins for most of the season. And this is where you complain that we are not 
a single team, but actually four separate teams. You are four separate teams. You do not yeah. root for each other. Um, expected wins don't mean anything. Real wins mean stuff, and I've got expected, five of them. Expected wins are the second most meaningful form of win. So how do you define your consistency stat? I don't. And this, I actually did put this in an email that no one read. So it's something called a sharp ratio. It's from the world of finance. So maybe the economists can explain it better. But basically, it combines how uh, well, you know, how high your scores are with how consistent your scores are into so one number. It is just a measure of consistency. It's a, yeah, it's an, it's a very, it's very similar as you can see on the chart to expected wins, but as, uh, oh, I think Hudson actually, <laughs> right. So it, factor, actually, it factors in quality as well as consistency. Yeah. It's not just consistent. Like you don't get a high score for being consistently terrible. Right. Otherwise uh, I might be but number it, one. It, it smooths out expected wins like Hudson was guessing at. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was not guessing at that. Okay. So you want to get to our, um, what do you want to start with, buddy? Earlier season predictions. Okay. Um, so I, so I've, I have a list. You want me to just start going down? I wrote down the ones that made me look great. But yeah, let's go off your list. Okay. So um, you said you had a preseason top seven going into the oh, year. Oh, we're really calling out everything. Okay. Well, I, no, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's just move fast. So I have your to preseason go to the was... game in like four hours, but I'm good until then. Oh, this is going to take way longer than four hours. Okay. Uh, your preseason top seven was Brady, Rogers, Johnson, Bell, Brown, Jones, and Beckham. So of those players, um, three are hurt and four are good. So you're fine because you can't predict injuries. Sounds great. Um Brady is... To be fair, Le'Veo, like Le'Veon and Julio have not been as good as expected, but they have been fine. So Brady is RB... Uh, sorry, QB2. I love it. Um, Bell is RB4. Okay. Um, and he will quickly pass Ezekiel Elliott, at least. One, one would think. Antonio's... He's number two, number I think, behind Hopkins. Two to Hopkins... And it's Julio, Julio is, who's number twelve. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty good. And um, you called out Mike Evans' bust potential. I wrote that one down. Was fairly fairly accurate. Where where is he on this list? I have to scroll so far down. I can't even find him. Um, oh, <laughs> I know he's he's below three other wide receivers. I have. Yeah. Um, yeah, it hasn't been. Great. You, I mean, you said that the whole team was overhyped from Hard Knocks, and you were you were pretty spot on with that. I'm loving the, this podcast so far, Anton. Yeah. So that was good. That was good. You caught. I mean, I I think I think he'll be top twelve by the end of the year if Fitz can get into a rhythm. I believe that that's but, possible to be top twelve, but you drafted him as the third wideout or fourth wideout. Uh, you did like Deshaun. You thought that he would get a lot of. Uh, I don't think I said I liked Deshaun. I said I think Deshaun will take targets from Evans. Not not saying I liked Deshaun. I would, I would never say that. I would never have Deshaun on a fantasy team. That's a charitable way of looking at it. Uh, I said that I saw Evans as less of a risk than McCoy and A.J. Green. That was clearly a ridiculous thing to say. Oh. So I was wrong. Yep. 
Are we? How, how do we keep score on this? Like, it sounds like I'm up by a lot. You're just going to win. We're not keeping score. We did. There are two bets. We made two actual bets along the way. So I'll point those out when we get to them. Okay. Um, you thought that Cooks was a huge stretch. We agreed. Where he was picked. We agreed. And that was right. Cooks is like... 14th. 14th. Yeah, somewhere around there. And he was picked 7th. So it's, it's not terrible. But it, I agreed. Yeah. Not great. Um, you thought that the Pats offense was really going to struggle without Edelman. That was not correct. Well, fine. Obviously, that's not correct. From a fantasy perspective, though, other than Brady, none of them were doing great. Um, I guess Gronk, yeah. is, Gronk is number two. Gronk is fine. Yeah, I think he's fine. I don't think he's living up to where he was drafted, but he is fine. Yeah, but you didn't really say without, you know, not counting Brady and for fantasy purposes. You thought the Pats were going to be bad. Well, we'll get some more of that later. Okay. Uh, you also like Thomas, Dez, and Amari over Cooks. Only one of those would have been right. Thomas, Dez, and Amari are both worse than Cooks. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, we were both pretty low on Gronk. I said I would have picked Thomas Cooper or Matt Ryan over Gronk. That was probably going too far. Uh, Matt Ryan, a little too far. You said that the Pats looked terrible and were not going to be good. I said that they would be fine because September doesn't count for the Pats. I agree. They'll be fine. But that's not what you agreed to then. Oh, you we thought can't they change were actually... it now? No, no. That's not how this works. Are we that's thinking not... Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl? Like, is that a real thing? I'm not going to say anything on that topic at all. Better, I think better odds win a title this year, Eagles or Sixers, or both. You can go with both. <laughs> um, um, both. I, it's so true. God, did you watch Embiid versus the Lakers? I, only the highlights. I missed the game. Yeah, me too. It was amazing, though. I'm, but I'm like, like I, I almost don't want to watch because I'm just, I'm just, every time he leaves the ground, I'm just terrified. I agree with that, but I'm not even sure he's our best player. Like, I think we'd be fine without him. Or how, how long does he have to play without injury for you to stop being terrified every time he plays? I have a career over-under games played of 200 with a couple of my friends where I took the under for, like, a fair amount of money, I think. I forget how much. Mm, that's not, that does not yet look bad. Correct. He's at, like, 50 lifetime over three and a half seasons. Yep. All right. Uh, you thought that Amari Cooper was overrated. You were right. All right, come you on. Give me, give me extra credit for how right I was about that one. You were very right. But, hey, uh, he's, he's looking much better lately. Are you serious? He has one game. Look at his stats. One game. Ah, uh, fine. He has one game. Okay. You were right. You were right. You preferred Krabby. You were right. But in a much larger way, I actually have Krabby. So, <laughs> so, you, were, so you were right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the first bet that we made was Cooper versus Hopkins rest of season. It's interesting how Hopkins is literally number one right now. Hopkins is the number one wide receiver. So did you pull out the scores? Because I did. Sure. Go ahead. Um, so because it was week three on, um, Amari Cooper has a stunning 69.6 points. Um, 44 of that came in one game. And Hopkins has a slightly more impressive 143.5 points spread relatively evenly over all of his games. 
Yeah. So I'm yeah, up was, by about 75 points on that one. That wasn't good. Now, to, to, to be, be fair, clear, I Watson also, wasn't starting yet. But fine. it doesn't look like that's going to matter. Fine. Um, I also said I would take Alshon and Demarius, um, although that wasn't the official bet. I just said I would. And they are also both over Cooper, albeit by less points. Yes. You're right. And you were right. You were very right about Amari Cooper. I always am. All right. Yes. Continue. Uh, and and just, to, just to be clear, the punishment for that bet was what? Having sex with Moose and Vigo. Cool. And, re- and providing a report about it, how good they are. Right. At it. Um, you said that Matt Ryan was wildly overrated. I did not hate where he went. Do you like Matt- taking the 14th best quarterback in the second round? Is that a good pick? It's, uh, it's, it's it's unclear to me if you're supposed to take the 14th best quarterback before like the fourth, fifth, and sixth best quarterbacks. It's not ideal. Okay. You uh, you said because you Kirk- really defended that one when when we got into it. I did. I did. I was wrong on Matt Ryan. You said uh, Cousins over Ryan, and you were right. Yeah. You were right. Seven is lower than 14. Like marginally. M- marginally lower. Um, you said that T. Y. Hilton was a terrible pick. He is pretty, he's fine in the rankings, but if you look at his games, it's like three huge games and then all disasters. He's inconsistent, but he's the number eight wideout. I agree. So I agree with that. But like, would you, would you want him on your team where there's like a 70% chance of less than five points, basically? Like, no. I guess I would start him. I don't know. He wasn't, he wasn't as terrible as you thought he was going to be. No, that, that's, right. that's fair. Um, you and I agreed that Vigo is going to have also, a Also, he hasn't had his buy yet, so he's number eight right now without a buy. Wait, aren't buy? Oh, buys aren't over yet. No, this is the last week. Yeah. Um, you and I agreed that Vigo was going to have a rough year. Um, yeah. That was more or less accurate. Oh, it always is. Um, I thought that CB was very good. He is currently in first place. I also ranked him number one, so I think I agree with that. Um, I said that Eli was not going to have a good year. You said that he was going to have a good year, but then you hedged saying he was going to be a solid QB2, and he's currently 18th, so he's exactly average QB2. So I guess that counts as me being right? I don't Mm, know why I defended Eli. You you, you came out um, very big on Eli, and then you kind of had a... A realization that you were defending Eli and hedged by saying he was going to be solid QB two. Okay, and then we bet on Eli versus Stafford. Um, yeah, we're not there yet. Okay, Hold sorry. On. Okay, um, I said that Thielen was going to be legit. You got to score that one for me. Fine. Uh, well, you, you said there's no score. I win, but continue. <laughs> I, I agreed with you. I, I said Thielen would be fine. Thielen is is what for the season? You have that in front of you, right? Um, I'll pull it up. He is the number five wide receiver. You said that he was going to be a solid he's wide receiver five? three. He's number five. You said he'd be a solid wide receiver three. Holy fuck. Yeah. I think um, I said he could get into the wideout two range. But I mean, I'm not saying I thought he'd be number yeah, five. Yeah, you, you said solid wide receiver three, possible wide receiver two. So I'm think, giving myself that I don't one. think you said stronger than that, did you? I, I, I didn't give a number, but I said I thought he was really legit. 
Uh, the next one so is interesting. So how to find really legit? Because he came in the season as like the 50th ranked wideout. So if I had to yeah. define my prediction, I would say I predicted him to be the number five wideout through 11 weeks. Well, that would be incorrect because it's only through 10 weeks so far. <laughs> All right. My next one's interesting. You want to hear this one? No. Uh, I said that the only way Fuse could improve his team <laughs> is to trade Julio, but he is unlikely to do that because he won't give up the best player in a trade. But lo and behold, lo and behold, Fuse traded Julio. And but arguably, he got the best player in that trade, yeah, though. In arg- that's right. But I still think Yoni won that trade significantly. We really called that one, and I, and that that when did they trade like week seven. It was um two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So well, we call- the trade's not finished though until the draft next year. I don't think. Please don't say things like that. <laughs> Please don't. Um. So I'm pretty impressed with myself for calling that one. Go for it. Even though I said it wouldn't happen. Yeah, you, you, I don't think you called it. All I think you mentioned was Julio. Like your analysis was Julio Jones is good, and if he's traded, he'll get good players. Was that's the only way he could improve his team? Did, do we think it? he improved his team though? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, I was in denial over dropping Watson, so I said that he wouldn't be that good because I didn't know if he could make reads. That I, I, I said I preferred Goff over him, which was wrong for about six weeks, but is now actually accurate. Yes, and uh, though it was clearly the wrong decision before he got injured, I think the upshot of me dropping Watson was me getting Alvin Kamara. So my team's actually way Oh, better. was that actually who you, the move? I forg- So Kamara and I think Cooper Cup were the two guys I picked up for depth at, around the same time, and I don't remember which was which. But yeah. All right, I'll, I'll give you Kamara on that In one. the end, my team's way more solid. Um, okay, so then we went through some teams. I'm going to start moving this along because this has been an incredibly boring podcast, and it's not <laughs> even giving me enough opportunities to make fun of you. Because <laughs> I was right, and this is all you talking. I'm not doing anything. Can you want to talk? No, I love this. Okay, uh, we both thought Yoni was okay, but he really needed a big year from Dez. That didn't happen, and Yoni's team is awful. Really bad. Um, your team... Uh, I said that you were going to have trouble running back, which I think turned out to be true. Quite accurate. Yeah. And that you were rationally high on Alshon Jeffrey. I think the jury's still out on that. I think we'll, we need to finish the season to see how he finishes. Yeah, he's... he's he, could, he could go That's either way from here. Yeah. Um, you also asked you, if I would end the season with Jared Goff as opposed to Carson Palmer. That's true, and you have. And uh, I, you said you picked Alshon over Demarius, but probably regretted that, and you'd take Demarius over him or Cooper. Um, I would definitely take him over Cooper. Alsh- I would not. Alshon's over Demarius right now, but they're very close. Yeah. Um, I said that Jordan Reed was yep. a bad pick and wouldn't be good again, and you already were kind of regretting the pick anyway, and we were right about that. Yep. But now specifically, I pointed out his lack of enough feet. Yep. Um, Vigo, we pretty much agreed that everything was terrible. I thought that Ryan and Hunt were the only assets. You exclude Ryan from that list. I thought that Travis Kelsey would not be as good. You disagreed, and he's by far the number one tight end, so you were right again. Call it not for that nerf. Um, but he is only two spots over my latest edition, Mr. Zacherts. Uh, 
Um, Noah's team, you thought had the worst pair of quarterbacks, but I thought that they were fine. I don't think I'm wrong about that. You thought Dak was going to be bad. I thought Dak was going to be good. He is the number six QB right now. So can't argue with that. I think Dak will be bad without Ezekiel Elliott, and I still believe that. He's had uh, one game I, of 15 points, in which I think their offense bad was bad. Without Tyron Smith, not uh, without Ezekiel Elliott. Sure, could be both. And that's who he was missing in that game, yep. way more than Zeke. Um, uh, yeah, you said he would not. You said he was not a QB one. If you wanted that right now, I don't think Dak finishes as a QB one, and he's a big lead. So I'm giving you nice odds on that. I'll take that bet. Uh, triple or nothing. Vigo moves sex. That's right. Um, I said that Noah was definitely making the playoffs. Josh McCown is currently a fucking QB one. It's true. I know. He's, he, he's you're gonna QB. win. You're going to win this because of his lead. I definitely don't think he is going forward, but I'll, I'll give you the head start you have. I don't know if I'd take the bet without Tyron Smith going forward, but i take it all season. Yeah. Okay, fine. The bet's okay. made. So I said no would make the playoffs. You said it's just because I like to ride his jock, but I think I was right. Um, well, Priest, we'll get to that in our playoff preview. Oh, God. Not this pod, please. Keep going. Uh, Priest, I thought, was very good. You thought that Matt Stafford was overrated. He's currently the number eight, eight QB. Um, I, I thought Stafford was, would still be good. You said Stafford not top 10, and we made our second bet of that pod, which is you would take Eli over Stafford. Have you pulled Stafford, out the on that? Stafford is 8, Eli is 18. So first of all, we bet both of those as week three forwards, just remember that. Did you actually run the numbers? Because I'm yes, not, not that, that committed. Hard. You subtract weeks one and two. Um, Stafford is up 147 to 124. So he's got That's a 22 point, uh, 23-point lead. Not impossible. To overcome that. I, I like my chances. Um, Hudson's team, the only notable prediction, as I said, Roethlisberger was going to take a big step back. And to be fair, Eli's played right. the whole season without Beckham when I made that bet. So he would be better. That's fine. That's fair. Um, uh, I don't actually know if you agreed or not, but I said Roethlisberger was going to take a big step back, and I was right about that. He is I, number what I said 20, was, I agree I with you, but he's always overrated. And as proof, he put up 30 points against me this week. That's right. Um, take that. Uh, Moose's team, I said I didn't think Cutler would start all year. That was already correct. You like McCoy and Hyde. That was pretty true. Uh, you like Tate, but not Baldwin or Sanders. Baldwin has been the number eight, Bal- seven. Baldwin and Tate are both solid. They're both really good. Yeah. No, we we ended up saying they'd both be low end ones, and they're they're Golden six, Tate six is and underrated seven. in every draft. Like no one drafts him to be a wideout one ever, and he finishes like in that range. I agree. I if we were allowed to talk about leagues that are not this league i could talk about my enjoyment of him okay um so we're good with that lionel's team uh i liked lionel's team we both thought that brady and winston were good that was half right you said that he had the number one quarterback pairing which again was half right 
I like Dalvin Cook. You did not like Dalvin Cook, so I was right, and then I wasn't right on account of him being torn to shreds. I didn't think Chris Thompson would be serviceable. That was wrong, partly because Fat Rob is hurt. And fat. I made one of the more ridiculous statements of the season when I said Terrell Pryor would be a top 20 wide receiver. You disagreed strongly. You were right. To be fair, I credited most of my prediction to his amazing porn stash slash under the chin line fuzz combination in his profile picture. And I credited my prediction to him not being able to run routes or catch. Yeah. So in retrospect, I may have over relied on how much he looked like a porn star and under relied on his football skills. Common mistake. Anyone can make yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Lamb Chops team, I reluctantly liked. We both thought it was. Same as always. In great position given what happened with Luck. And that's turned out to be true. You called Randall Cobb not being good. We both called Jimmy Graham finally having a really good year. Do you like his new team name? Did he change his team name? Like a couple weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, it's a callback to one of his classic team names. I think it was inspired by the uh, all-weekend Futurama marathon that was just on that we both watched a lot of. No, that's not a Futurama joke. That's a... Isn't that it is Flight of the Concourse? No, it's a Futurama joke. Hmm. Robots don't say ye. Yeah, that is right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he said he won with that team in like 2007, but you don't recognize the existence of years before 2011. So I guess you I, we're actually that. restarting the Lionel era of 2016. <laughs> um, where were we now? Lamb Chop's team um, is good. We all know it. Okay. I thought that Wentz would be really strong for fantasy. You kind of agreed, but you thought that Carson Wentz would throw many interceptions. He's thrown five, it looks like. Not a ton. Good for him. Not a ton. You predicted, uh, you said you'd be surprised if he gets 30 touchdowns, and you thought he would throw 12 picks on the year. So he has now thrown... He might be at 30 20 touchdowns. <laughs> Three touchdowns. He's close to 30. He's uh, at 23 and 5. I think I said I'd be surprised if he threw exactly 30 touchdowns, right? No. I think it was strongly implied that you meant at least 30 touchdowns. Okay. Okay. Uh, you said Tyreek was inconsistent. You were right. I said Leonard Fournette would be top 10. I was right, I assume. Yeah, he, he's got some injury stuff going on now, but he was probably yeah. top two or three when he was healthy the first six weeks of the season. Yeah, he's number eight now, and that includes five points in his last three games combined. That sounds like an Amari Cooper stat line. <laughs> or a T.Y. Hilton stat line. Yep. Um, and last, you said that Alex Smith would not score 30 points again this year after putting it up in week one. <laughs> he has done it three more times and is the number three quarterback in fantasy. And, like, I actually think I've heard some stat, like, these are the only 30-point games of his career or something like that. I doubt that's true, oh. but, yeah, he's um, he's averaging 24.5, and he's hit 34 times. Uh, and he doesn't play at Denver until week 17, so that's a pretty lucky schedule break, although Denver sucks anyway. Now. And he's thrown one pick all year. I shouldn't say. Now he's going to throw like four this week. On his bye? Oh, no. He's playing the Giants. Playing the Giants. Um, yeah. 
Well, that was terrible and boring, but those were our predictions. You were better than I was. I'll give you that. Thanks, Anton. On the other hand, my team is better than your team, so I'll give me Pat. Well, we don't know about that yet. Your record is only one game better than mine, which my seems, colors seems well on, within the margin of error. My colors on the colors chart are greener than yours. Pretty sure that's what that means. The colors chart doesn't matter that much. Um, I think the colors chart is underappreciated. I, I think I should get more love for providing the colors chart. So you improved your team this week with the trade for Ertz, right? Or when did, when did the trade go through? This week, yeah. Who did you give up? Uh, Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald and Delaney Walker. Fitzgerald, Delaney Walker. And you got Ertz and who? And the, the throwaway defense. Fitzgerald and Walker for Ertz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who'd you trade with? Lionel. Lionel. Okay, um, tell, me what, tell me what you think of the trade. So it all depends on if you would have had to play Fitzgerald much or not. Um, yeah, so uh, my next men up are Juju or Robert Woods. Robert Woods is driving... Like, it's insane to me how consistently good he, he is. And no one picked him up for like eight straight weeks. Um, and, like, Why does he score these many points and Sammy Watkins doesn't? Sammy Watkins is such, so much better. Um, Apparently not. Now, I, I sat him... This week, which may have been a mistake. Should I start him over Mike Evans? I can still do that. Um, Fitzpatrick's playing, right? Yeah. It's your call. I mean, that'd be a pretty bold move to start Robert Woods over Mike Evans. Um, um, they're at Minnesota. That's why I'm not doing it. I know. And Evans at Miami. But I definitely should have started him over Juju. I don't know. I Like, Delaney Walker is good for, like... Eight, eight to ten points a game. Are they that? Is he that much worse than Ertz in the rankings? Um, well, it's a, it's a big gap. So there's like there's a big drop off after like Ertz, the first. Ertz gives times. twelve points a game. Delaney gives oh he's eight points a game. So it's a four point a game difference. Um, that's farther down than I thought. And Walker had yeah twelve points last night. If you and, and you know Walker narrowly missed like a twenty point game because he dropped an easy touchdown and he could have hit the 100 yard bonus yeah and I, that would have made my trade look really <laughs> i think without looking at lionel's team to see how grades for him i think it's probably an upgrade for you um fitzgerald has had one good game since palmer went down i think so it's not like he's nothing without him no he had a great game he had over 100 yards yeah oh he's the fourth ranked wideout. um yeah Actually, the last two games, 9 and 5 and 9. I don't know. Um, He's good. I just, I, the only way to make my team better was to use my wideout depth to improve something. And I was hoping to improve QB, but uh, no one was really biting on anything. And this was the next best thing I could do. Yeah, it, it's close. I don't, I don't feel super confident saying one way or the other that you won or lost. Um, it's I mean, going to depend it, on me knowing which wideouts to start the rest of the way. Yeah, like it's, if you upgrade a starter without giving up a starter, that always makes you better. And, I gave up a starter. So you would have been starting him? I've been starting him all year. He's the fourth wide receiver in fantasy. <sighs> yeah, I, I, okay. I thought you were saying you did not need to start him. Yeah, I don't love it then for you. Um, the, it, if I pick right between Woods and Juju, I can... He, so the thing the is, he's the... He's the only Arizona receiver that can do anything like 
over the middle or not just like go routes on the side on the sidelines. Um, so if you don't have a good quarterback that can hit the deep shots, like he's the only receiver that's going to be valuable in that yeah, offense. No, he'll 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 get the volume. They're yeah. just unlikely to score many touchdowns. Because they need to score um, many touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it was the trade was a little bit painful for both of us, which is probably a good sign. Yeah. That, that, okay. And then, that's only what the second trade this season. Yeah, it's been. Uh, and it's the first and the first legal trade. <laughs> that's right. That's the first legal trade all year. Okay. Um, so, what do you think of the playoff race? Who Who are your six teams in? I think so. And I was going to run the 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 projections, but the league is so bunched up; it's like not worth it. It's this week is going to make everything a lot clearer. So you can make a strong case that like it's actually not a tight race because the two teams knocking the door, me and Hudson, are both really bad and don't win a points tiebreaker against anyone and play each other two games in a row. Um, so like, it, it's very so the, likely so the, the six in right now are going to be the six playoff teams, I think. Well, so the top six will remain the top six after this week, almost yeah. certainly. Yes. Because even if you both move up, you lose the tiebreaker. I know but, so you and F- no, you played Fuse last week, or you, no, you played Fuse this week. So one of you guys has to lose, yeah, or tie. And I'm not off to a great start. Um, but you know, two more games after that, anyone could easily put a run together. So the it's team, be- the team I think that is most likely to drop out is Noah. Really, the number one scoring team in the league without so without. Without a doubt. So he lo- he just lost his best player for the season. Um, I think, or he comes back like for the finals. And I continue to think that's going to strongly affect Dak as well. So I think he's losing a lot of production with that Elliott loss. Um, he also, of all the teams really fighting for a playoff spot, he is the second hardest remaining strength of schedule, which is odd because he plays Moose twice. But Moose he is, plays, Yeah, I was just going to say, what are you talking Moose's about? Moose's expected wins aren't bad. I mean, they're, they're not, they're average. They're like 4.45. They're better than something. They're better than a Me, bunch of Hudson, non-eliminated Yoni, teams. Yoni, um, Vigo, I think. Yeah, he's fourth, fourth from the bottom in points and expected wins. I, the thing is, I don't even know if the schedule matters that much. Like, can, pull up Noah's team and, and honestly, where do you, what do you see as good about this? His running backs are bad. He only has one, he literally has one quarterback. And his, yeah. his wideouts aren't, are actually also bad. I think like several people, several people have been trying to talk trade with Noah for a while, and he is pretty against trading, and he might end up paying the price for it. But I, I still think his team is okay. Look at his roster right now and tell me how you think his team is okay. Like where is where does he have an advantage at any position, other than Gronk? Gronk. I'll give you that. Gronk. No, that's fine. Um, but Gronk's not winning weeks on his own this year. He's not putting up 30 points. He's putting up, like, 15. Yeah, it's not clear. If Mar- Marvin Jones could still be good. He was looking really good, but he had, then he had the one-off week. He had three really yeah. good weeks in a sure, row. Sure, he could, he could be fine. Like Stefan's going to be a top guy the rest of the way, probably. What is that? He had, like, three straight games of nothing, and he was healthy. He wasn't hurt. He was hurt. What are you talking about? Was he? Yeah, he was hurt. I thought he played and just didn't have any tar- catches. No, he was hurt. He like he like almost didn't make the trip to London. He right. had a some kind of hamstring thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think you're rationally high on Noah. 
That's what you said at the beginning of the year, and now he's first in points. At the time we were talking, I was basing my entire prediction of his team off Elliott being suspended, and I'm now right about that. So we like, we don't know how this team is going to perform. No, at the time of the podcast, we thought Elliott was going to play all year. I didn't. We discussed it, so you did at the time. You, you probably just now. lawyered me into it. I never really thought that. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Anyway, I, I don't think playoff projections are much worth talking about anymore, especially because there's no one still even listening. Why don't we get to the things of the voting? People are obviously listening because they want to hear the votes. Should we do the survey first? Uh, whichever you want. Okay. So um, there were a few things that people overwhelmingly want more of in the league. Okay. The number do one. Do I thing have control over any of these things? Do you have control over them? Yes, you have control over several. Uh. The number one thing people want more of is trash speak. Yeah, there's every, not a lot of that. Every respondent indicated they want at least somewhat more trash speak. 10 out of 12 people want a lot more trash speak. Who are the two that didn't want a lot more? I don't know. I don't have this broken down by people. That's your whole job. That's only a small part of my job. Um, people also wanted a lot more podcasts eight out of 12 people wanted a lot more podcasts and the other four were indifferent there have been as many podcasts this year as always they want more have more all right well we're having two this week if you want to come on next week again we'll do another one eight people also wanted to see more frogger frogger they want play-by-play celtics or what, what do they want Insta- food Instagrams? Two, two people were indifferent. Two people wanted slightly less Frogger. But eight people want much more Frogger. I think I voted for less, actually. Um, people were split on whether we need more commissioner accountability. Half of the league wants uh, a lot more commissioner accountability. And one other person wants somewhat more. Three people were indifferent. And two people want less. What did you choose? I honestly don't remember. Um, everyone wants more stats. 10 out of 12 people want more stats. About half of those want a lot more stats, and a couple of people were indifferent. Well, uh, you took over the stats department this year. That's the only reason we have any. Uh, I would have done expected wins. You gave me literally zero time from when the Monday night game ends to when you send them out. Yeah, but I didn't start doing it until several weeks into the season. So it's not like you didn't have your chance. It's useless Uh, to do like two weeks in. Similarly, uh, newsletter updates. um, What does that mean? We've never had those. I know. I was just floating it out because this is the thing some leagues do. Like someone will send out a recap of what happened. Anyway, uh, nine people want that. About half of them want it a lot. A couple indifferent. Someone wants less, even though we currently have none. Um, rules votes. More than half the league wants more <laughs> rules votes. Five of those people want a lot more rules oh, votes. Do you, want, do you want to vote on only, right now? Only one person out of 12 wants fewer <laughs> rules voting in the league. So, that's great. Lo- lo- love that. Do you know what I just realized a few weeks ago is a rule? What's you that? can use the IR spot on bi-week players. I never knew that. Just because they're on buy? Yeah, you should not be able to do that. Let, let's vote no. right now to say you can't do I, that. I don't believe that's true. No, trust me, someone did it. Are you sure that person wasn't also injured? 
I'm not positive about that. Exactly. If the person is, so what happens is this, and I actually got screwed with this. Oh, the there's other way. no injury designation because they're right. on buy. There's no updated injury designation. So if the person, even if they become healthy over the buy, they're still IR eligible until there's a practice schedule because it's tied to the All designation. Right. All right. I'll, I'll assume that's what happened. Yeah. This happened with uh, Chris Hogan this year because he was hurt going into a buy, but then he wasn't IR eligible for two weeks because there was no practice designation. Ah. Did you have Hogan? Not here. Um, cross-dressing. People were very split on cross-dressing. Uh, most people want more, though. Seven, a majority. Uh, five of those people feel strongly about it. Two people want much less cross-dressing. I'm guessing they... I, I, I don't know. I can't relate to those people. Um, if you haven't taken a still from Priest's video with the chest hair out of the halter top and framed it on your wall, I don't even want to know you. It's legitimately one of the three hottest things I've ever seen. Sorry, I threw you on the bottom for fetishes. <laughs> Should be. Um, people were not as excited about WAG involvement as you might have hoped. Um, four people want a lot more, two want somewhat more, but six people were indifferent to more WAG involvement. But there were no negatives. There were no negatives. So that's fine. So that's six negatives. positives and six neutrals. That's true. There's, there's literally nothing to lose except uh, all wags no longer sleeping with us ever again. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to lose. Um, what, what did you vote for that? Do you remember? I, I honestly don't. Um, Tron Ranks was not very popular. Yeah. Um, Who knew? A majority of the league, seven people, want less uh, Tron ranking. They could just uh, stop listening to the podcasts. Four of those people want a lot less, and three more didn't feel quite as strong. Only three people want more, and only two of those people want a lot more. Uh, time zones were the least popular thing in the league. Um, I voted less time zones. Two people want many more time zones in our league. Four people are indifferent, and six people agreed that we should have much fewer time zones. See, less time zones would make it so much easier to live draft. I agree. In fact, the live draft is is nothing if not a consolidation of time zones. I couldn't have said it better. Okay. Now I'm pulling up the punishment vote. Are you ready for this? Do you, what was your favorite? My favorite was uh, tattoo. Tattoo is not on there. It was your write in. Uh, it was not written in because oh. I looked at the results. Um, um, we voted on tattoo last year. And I think only four or five people would commit to a tattoo. So that's why a tattoo was now not an option. And of those people, I doubt very many would actually do it. Um, if I said I would do it and we did it, I would do it. But uh, I, I agree. I would never finish last, though, so it would never happen to me. Yeah. Um, Plus, we're already, we, already, we still have to get our Wildwood tattoos, so we're already behind on tattoos. I voted for food beverage challenge as my number one. Okay, I like that one. So... Um, there was a clear. Wait, what bottle. was like the methodology for vote for like calculating these votes? Okay, so uh, there were eight options, and you could vote for up to five. So the the scoring was like five points for first, for first, four points for second, and so forth, and no points for not being ranked. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. So there was a clear bottom. You want to. You want to. Take a guess as to what the bottom choice was? I'd love to, but I don't have the list in front of me. 
So the list again was uh, Mean Tweets, Food and Drink Challenge, Music Video, uh, Nickname, uh, Wear an Outfit to a Bar, Body Waxing, Wear a Sandwich Board on the Street, or Create a Trophy for the League. I will go with Nickname as the bottom. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Nickname was number four. Then I'll give you that. So I'll give you that. The bottom. Board. No, stop. You're just embarrassing yourself. Uh, body wax was the least popular choice. Uh, nine people did not rank body wax at all, and it got one third, one fourth, and one fifth. Okay. It's uh, by far the least popular. Uh, there were. A, you know how there was we a clear should have done this. Instead of having one punishment for last place, the bottom eight people should all do one of these in descending order. <laughs> Maybe you could suggest that next year. So, okay, if so you there make was, the semifinals, you're safe. There was a very clear top three. Um, in fact, each of the top three got exactly four first place votes, the same number of votes. Okay, can I guess the and top three? differences came down. You should guess the top three. Food, food and beverage challenge. That is one of the top three. I don't remember the whole list, but I'm going to go with Outfit to a Bar. Outfit to a Bar was number six. I'm really it good got, at this. Uh, it got three second place votes and not much else. Sandwich Board? Sandwich Board was number seven. It got one second I place. Don't, I also don't remember what... Oh, Trophy. Oh, trophy no, 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 no. Take it back. Mean Tweets. Mean Tweets was probably in the top. Mean Tweets was in the top. Two so for was two. Trophy. So was Trophy. Three for three. Nailed it. Okay, so to recap, uh, Nickname was 4th, Music Video 5th, Outfit to a Bar 6th, Sandwich Board 7th, Body Wax uh, Distant 8th, all right? So we're down to the trophy, the food and drink, and the mean tweets. The, they all got four first place votes. The number three choice only got one second, one third, one fourth, one fifth. Do you, question, did any was, of them get, did they all get 12 votes or did any of them not get 12 votes? No, the winner got 11 votes. That's ah. the closest. Yeah. Um, the number three choice, which And eight we're people... sure Vigo voted. Yes. Okay. It's even tied to his IP address and everything. Uh, the number three choice, which eight out of 12 people voted for and four voted at number one, was Mean Tweets. Mean Tweets. I'm okay with it not winning, but I would have put it number two. No. So we're down to create a trophy or food and drink challenge. They both got four first place votes. One of them got an extra second and two extra thirds and was ranked by two extra people overall. And the winner is create a new trophy for the league and that, mail it to the winner. That one? That one. The thing is, like, that's almost a punishment for the winner also. Four firsts, three seconds, three thirds, one fifth, and one no vote. This was Lamp Chop's proposal. Actually, Lamp Chop's proposal was to create a ring. I changed it to trophy because that's better and easier. I don't think this is actually a punishment for 12th place. Like, you could have a lot of fun with this. That doesn't, those aren't mutually exclusive. Like, did you see how much fun Priest was having until those bystanders walked by? Yeah, you, you really could tell after the second or third cut, Priest was giving it his all and changing it up. Um, <laughs> you know, I really appreciated the amount of effort Priest put in, and I hope that whoever loses this year puts an equal amount of effort into the trophy. This makes me want to lose. an equal amount of chest hair. Like, could, you could just, like, build a trophy out of all, like, dick pics and stuff. You could, yes. 
I don't see why you think any of this is a, is bad. Like, you, I you think shouldn't that have to be harmed. First place more than twelfth place because they have to display it in their home. Yes. Um. Well, you know what's wrong with punishing everyone a little bit? I'm okay with for, that for being in this league, which is a terrible decision. Not as bad a decision as listening to this podcast, but still. So should we do Tron ranks? Do you have a Tron ranks? No. We, and, don't, we, don't, we don't need to do Tron ranks. Yes. Also, the league is clearly telling us not to do Tron ranks in the survey I just read off. I'm, I'm fine with that. But I don't have, if we can't get more WAG involvement, I really don't have any other ideas. Except you, more po- people want more podcasts. What do they want on the podcasts? Okay. Can I just, I want to defend myself for one thing. Because every other person you have on the podcast, you essentially say that you want more WAG involvement, but I keep shooting you down and disagreeing and that's not accurate okay what happens is you want more wag involvement i agree that that would be nice then you suggest various different methods of doing it and i point out which of those are more creepy than other ones and you take that as me shooting you down i I ask you what have you done to produce wag involvement in any positive way that's not my job. My job is barely holding this league together. That's all I can do. My God. Okay? All I'm doing is giving you feedback on which of the things you're thinking of doing are particularly creepy. Don't we want them to be creepy? That's up to you. It's coming from you. Oh. So you came up with a questionnaire, and I pointed out which aspects of it were going to be oh, particularly yeah. I totally forgot about that. I can still send that out. I don't think anyone's going to get them to fill it out, though. Probably not. You asked if you should send it directly to the WAGs or go through the Tron members, and then you stopped. Yeah, what was the answer? Direct to, direct to the WAG? I honestly don't know. I, right. I think... So my takeaway is we need more podcasts, but none of my ideas are allowed on these podcasts. You should have better ideas, is my takeaway. I'm not going to put that much work into it. I prep for this one. And look how terrible. Is this our worst podcast yet? No. Our podcasts get good ratings. This one's pretty bad. I think a lot of it was just dry. It's going to be like a bonus Saturday episode. All right. So can I ask you a real question? Please. So I feel you actually, specifically you, have an important choice to make in the future of this league. Oh, I've kind of hinted at it a few times on podcasts already, but I don't know how you actually stand. Is that... In order to create live draft, one must destroy Wildwood. I think that is clear. And you are probably the only one with the power to do so. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make any Wildwood announcements on this podcast. I'm, I, 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 I'm not prepared for it. But I understand the situation, is all I'm going to say. What more can Wildwood give us in life? It's it's unlikely that Interabang has anywhere else to go. I agree. Like you're not supposed to be a Wildwood when you're 35. Yeah, I am glad that I decided to play this year when I wasn't supposed to. We went out on top. Yeah, did, I did really you, was not supposed to. Can you like play ultimate again, or is it? Are you still like in surgery recovery? Um, it's unclear. So the surgery actually went really well. That's um, good. But it's 
unclear if I can play. Like currently or ever? Um, I mean, I'm sure I could go out into a pickup game, but it's unclear if it's wise for me to play again on any regular basis. Understood. Um, yeah. Well, I will not pressure you into making decisions that you may not be ready to make publicly, but as we all know, the earlier we plan for a live draft, the better the success of us still not doing it is. I, I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive, but I, I understand that other people have different situations. I agree with you, but two of your be- it's your beloved Tron chat buds that feel that way. So go talk to Noah and Lambchop about it. Only one of those is beloved. Both of them feel that way. That's fair. All right, can we end this before the hour mark? Because yeah, we're at 56 minutes right now. Pretty amazing I haven't killed myself. In fact, if I cut out the 20 minutes when you cooked in the got shit out of the oven, this will be pretty short. Please do that. Okay. Um, goodbye, Anton. This is the worst podcast. Wait, are you in of Philly right now? Aren't you in Philly this week? Uh, no, that was kind of a change of plans. I'm probably not going to Philly. Oh, so we should watch football together tomorrow. Um, maybe. Things are a little up in the air. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not going to do that. All right. Are you are you in New York right now? I'll be in New York tomorrow. I'm going to the Nets uh, Warriors game at night. So I could go uh, earlier as if people wanted to like get together, but no one seems like they did. I see. Um, yeah, I wouldn't count on me. I never do. That's wise. All right. Is there any way for us to go back in time and tell people not to listen? You're really not helping us stay under the hour. Okay. Uh, you can tell uh, people whatever you want about listening to this podcast. Um, what do you think about the farming communities of the reach going forward? Like, do you think that, that, that they've had their last bountiful harvest? Well, I don't think the dragons actually destroyed the reach. I think that was closer to King's Landing when they hit, wasn't it? No, they went and, oh yeah, that's, that's fair. But they took all their grain and winter has just about crawled its way down there. Like, I don't think gonna... taking grain affects future harvests. You're supposed to take the grain at every harvest. No, but I'm saying they can't have more for a while because of winter and now they don't have any stores. Like, so is mass starvation coming to like a third of Westeros and no one's talking about it? I mean, the economy is really kind of off. And, like, it's never quite clear how anything works in Westeros because the Lannisters are broke and have no money, and now there's no food either. I mean, I think the thing is, like, every winter, half the population just starves to death. Like, that's just how it works, right? Like, this, they might be going to a situation where they win the war, but everyone is dead of hunger. Um, I mean, the common people, it's, it's always unclear to me, like, where the common people live. Like, once in a while, they, like, make a point of showing that, like, farmer's house that the hound robbed. But, like, there should be more of that in the world. Like, they don't show, like, anything like that. They're all dotted along the countryside. There's very it poor population density in those times. doesn't seem like enough people. Um, I mean, like, Danny's army, when it came, like, she has a... She came over the 100,000 Dothraki. They said that multiple times. And I'm pretty sure, like, the fighting population of Westeros is, like, 30,000 at most. Like, in Westeros, a huge army is, like, 10K. Yeah. So the numbers don't always add up. By the way, last time we talked about if Concepcion and Rubin were married or not. I know Mallory Rubin definitely is, because I've heard her talk about it on House of Carbs. Oh, I knew that. I knew that she was. I don't know if Concepcion is. Um, He might not be. But we... uh... We knew that she was. That's why we were uh, so scandalized by their behavior on air. Have they 
I don't think HBO has announced anything about a season eight air date yet, right? Uh, just that it's going to be later than usual. Oh, much. I think we're looking at like a winter to spring of 2019 is what I'm kind of. Uh, I thought people were hoping for for late fall, but there wasn't there just a trailer released. I haven't watched it yet. There's no way there's a trailer release. I didn't know about it. Well, allow me to prove you wrong. I'd be more than happy to. By the way, if you take a look at our Skype time right now. Are we crossing the hour There's mark? A beautiful that was, one was, in the hours. My secret goal. Uh, I may have lied about the trailer. Maybe it was a fan trailer. I really don't think there is a trailer. Okay, fair enough. All right, buddy, can we can we please stop doing this thing? I was trying to a while ago. But like, really? You're in charge, Anton. Stop. End. All right. Bye. Bye.